Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everybody. Okay, I want to play a game with Jordan super quick. I'm going to start a song. You're going to finish it. Oh, Jesus. Are you ready? This was completely unscripted. This is what... Everything's unscripted that we do. <sighs> okay. It's... That's all I'm giving you. It's... It's... My party and I'll cry if I want to? No. It's Friday, Friday, oh. getting down on Friday. How did you not get that? Uh, well, I was, I, that was like, I thought I was going, it's my life and it's now I guess it's, out. it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you guys, yeah, I guess that wasn't my best, but cause it's Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. And usually you would sing that song when it's Friday. But it's not Saturday. Yes. Yep. It's Friday, Friday, Friday. If you guys don't know what we're talking about. Rebecca Black. I just looked it up to see exactly what her name was. God bless her. It's a shame what happened to her. What happened to her? She just like, she said she got relentlessly bullied and just, she ended up having to drop out of high school and Aww. just like all these things. And Well, she has 162 million views on YouTube. Yeah, but she also said, she says she wishes she would never would have done it. Aww. Which is really sad. Aww, that makes me sad. I like her song and I thought she was adorable. Yeah, just as a cute little 16 year old girl, like, like oh, I'm going to try something creative and fun with my friends and it blows up and then people tear her down for it but it's to be expected and it's, just, it's unfortunate but it is what it is okay i have another song okay this one is more of i sing this song when the stock market's bad oh, ready i keep bleeding i keep keep bleeding this is true but it's money instead of love i keep bleeding I keep... we've jordan's had a rough well we i guess it's been a couple of weeks yeah i mean it's, yeah we're on a several week bad run the stock market is um rough and so anytime it's rough i just play i think it's leona lewis yeah i keep bleeding i'm actually trading really well but it's like it's like instead of losing twenty thousand dollars today you lost nineteen thousand it's like it's hard to feel like a winner but you're actually doing things that are productive and winning but it just doesn't feel like it yeah so it's like you got punched in the face let's, let's say you're boxing it's like you got punched in the face 19 times, but you dodged that one. So you got that going for you. We try to keep it light. We try. We try to keep it light. I try to sing songs for Jordan when he's having rough days in the stock market. and so People, I saw some of Allie's questions of like things people think like, you guys don't have money problems or you don't have to worry about money. That is so far from the truth. It's hilarious. Yeah. But Yeah, it really is. I mean, yes, Jordan retired. And somebody once said to me... Well, because I was talking about how expensive therapy is and $300 a month, like for the online therapy. And they're like, well, Jordan retired. So why do you even care? Because we're <laughs> on a budget. When yeah. people retire, that means you're on a structured budget to be able to stay retired. And I'm sure maybe it'll be a topic sometime. Yeah, I don't know. I but, don't know. Um, yeah. It's like, it's not, it's like we retired. Yeah, exactly. We retired on a budget with a set of expenses. And so when you're, when your principal goes down on your investments, um, it feels like, yeah, it feels rough. And we've already actually tightened the belt from what we're, where we originally used to be and just being more aware of things. Like, we don't go out to eat every Sunday anymore after church and stuff like that. And, yeah, we've, like... We're trying. We're Yeah, we're tightening the belt. Jordan's brushing off the resume. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're just... But here's the thing. Like, I'm. this might be a topic sometime. Um, we always just dodge and weave our way through life and just do the best that we can we got and, a lot of lucky bounces along the way so and here's one thing that we've talked about a lot if we continue to keep losing <laughs> everything the blessing is that we're in chattanooga no yeah. and we just keep saying like if he has to go back to work we're in a city that we love and we don't need a vacation from and that was a big problem of with us living in ohio was it was cold and it was miserable and i didn't need a vacation from ohio 
I needed a vacation in February. January, February, Ohio is not a great time. Yeah. But, all right. Um, that was off topic, but just a little bit about our week. Lead in money. Left if you're right. crying out looking at your 401k, it's all right. Yeah, I think a lot of people are struggling. Um, well, not just in the stock market, right? Inflation's crazy. What? Like, every time I go to the store, I just get angry. Yeah, it's a mess. I'm like, that was not that expensive last week. Yep, everything's going up quick. I mean, it's just crazy. And it's so... I, I had some whey protein that I, I was curious. I bought previously on Amazon before, before I did the beach body stuff. And it said I bought it last year for $55. And this year it's priced at $85. And That's it's the like, exact same product. Oh. Exact same size, exact same everything. It's just like, what? 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 That's like, like, that's absurd. Yeah, I went to go buy those strips that I pee on for natural family family planning. And they're up like $10. It's like, what? The their strips thank you so i think everybody we're with you guys is what i'm saying yeah we're not rich <laughs> <laughs> nope we're we're doing our best trying to conserve or save what we have yep but capital preservation capital and our kids know that too jordan yep. calls it capital preservation yep capital and vincent's preservation. like mom you can't go do this because capital preservation <laughs> gotta preserve capital in lean times oh my goodness so that's just a little bit all right we're gonna pick a topic Lucy's sleeping, so this yeah, could Lucy's be brief. Yeah, Lucy's sleeping. Um, we're waiting on her to wake up so we can go to a little potluck. Mm. How to navigate... This is all me. How to navigate yes. postpartum anxiety and depression. Actually, this will be a little bit of you. Yeah. Um, all right. So, how to navigate postpartum anxiety and depression. Be on top of it is my best advice. I didn't have it with Vincent. After his pregnancy, I had, like, baby blues, but then I was fine. I don't really remember a lot of his, like, postpartum. But after Luke, holy moly, the wheels were falling off the wagon, were they not? Luke was god-awful, though. To be fair, Luke was a god-awful baby. He was, like, colicky and, like, just pissed all the time. He just cried nonstop. I think, honestly, if we had a Luke now, we would handle him much better. I hope so. Because, cool. we honestly, we would have left him in his crib and let him cry for two hours. Like... I know that sounds harsh, but that's better than like losing your crap personally. Like, I mean, it was, it was really bad. And we had two under two. Mm -hmm. And so juggling one kid going to two, that's number one, the hardest transition for me. Did you think it was hard? That was the hardest transition for me was going from one kid to two kids. And keep in mind, Jordan I just started a new job. Yeah. Jordan at this time was finishing his MBA. He was working 40 hours a week as a chemist and trying to get a job. And well, to the Vincent. No, when Luke was born, I started Metro. You had just started. Yeah. Okay. He had just started though. So I was traveling a ton. Traveling. I mean, a ton. And so our life was a little chaotic at the time. So that probably played a little bit into my anxiety going up, but I wasn't sleeping at all. That was the problem. Was not sleeping at all. Um, and then when I go to sleep, I would get anxious about when I was going to get woken up. So then I wouldn't fall asleep. And when you don't have, um, sleep, you're anxious. Wasn't that a torture tool that they use for yeah, people? They use it still today. Like yeah. in Guantanamo Bay, they keep prisoners awake. Yeah. And so I was, um, struggle bus central. And so I went to my doctor, I kind of pushed it off cause I'm like, Oh, maybe it'll go away. Went to the doctor. I think she started me on, um, cause this was my first rodeo. I had never been on an antidepressant or anything. And so she started me on, I, it was Celexa or something like that. 
and I didn't do well. It made me worse. And so I got off that and then I started on Zoloft. But what went wrong was it wasn't working fast enough for how far gone I was. Yeah. Remember that night? I remember very well. All right. So it's a I, fun story, actually. You, you want to tell it? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember. It was somehow long, one way or another, we end up in the emergency room. Because I was like, okay, so I have, my mom struggled with anxiety before and I, she had given me, she's gone, so she can't get in trouble. But before, when I had an anxiety attack in college, she had given me um, a little bit of, I think it was clonazepam, and it calmed me down. So it's kind of like a Xanax. And so I knew there were drugs that would just calm me down and get me to go to sleep. Not that I wanted to be on it long term, but I knew there was something out there that would take take the edge off because I was like spiraling. So we go to the ER. Mm-hmm. We have... Two of our friends came over to watch Vincent. We have Luke in his car seat. Mm-hmm. And Jordan's like, don't go. And I'm like, I I'm literally couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I get to the point, I just like, I'm, I'm feel like I'm dying. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we go to the ER mm-hmm. and, and yeah, but you made the, ugh. you made the mistakes. You said, you said like, I don't think I would hurt myself or the baby, but like, I don't know. I just imagine like I could, which like, I mean, it's not a big deal, but of course that was enough for them to throw up red flags. And then they, yeah, they pink slipped crazy McGee over here. Yeah, so. and so we're sitting in the ER, and this lady's like, we don't have a bed for you, but then she was, like, calling around different hospitals, and yeah, and I kept telling her, I, I'm not going to hurt myself or or the baby, and honestly, I wasn't going to. I just wanted to sleep. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to breastfeed my baby. I wanted to be at home, and I wanted to sleep, and she, like, escalated it, and so we're sitting in the ER, I don't think we're actually in a room. I think we're like in a triage. Yeah, we're like in a triage room. And she's like, well, we can't find. Oh, then she's like. Geriatric. Uh, yeah, there's an area where there's a, a geriatric. Like, and I was like, well, well, hold on. And like, could she, can she take Luke with her? Like, well, no, oh, yeah. she can't have Luke with her. And I'm like, well, and how's she also feeling? I'm like, well, you have to formula feed him. I'm just like, what in the actual F is happening here? It was. Things got out of hand. So then Allie, Allie's like, I think Allie kind of had fight or flight. I woke up. <laughs> and I was like, like, I was like, they're going to take you. And they're not going to let you leave for a while. And they're not going to let me and Luke visit you. And like they wanted, they were going to send me to a hospital and I'd have a geriatric roommate. Yeah. So I don't, somewhere. She was going to so, go to a psych ward. Like she was going to go to a psych ward is what they were going to do and put her on like suicide watch pretty much. Yep. So, so I was like, well, we're not going to do that. So that scared the bejesus out of us. And I think you and I both were just like, let's run. Well, they weren't, they weren't paying attention. No. They weren't paying attention. This was all me. It was him. This was all me. I was like, I'm like, all right. No one's keeping an eye on this room. We and I'm looking around. I'm like, we don't have any any paperwork bracelets. or yeah. any bracelets. I'm just looking here, and it's late at night. It's like 10 p.m. and I'm just like, all right. And I knew where I knew where the door was and stuff. And I'm just like, all right, like we can get out of here quick. So we just got up and just started walking. I was like, when we start walking, we're gonna walk quickly, but we're not gonna run. <laughs> we're gonna walk quickly, and we are not gonna stop. Do not turn around for anything. Just go, okay? So we just get up and walk like we know exactly where we're supposed to be going. Just boom, boom, boom. boom. I remember, like, I didn't turn around until we were about halfway to the car in the parking lot. I turned around and I saw no one was following us. So I'm like, go. So I think we kind of sped up to a little jog, hopped in the car, boop, got out of there real quick. Um, went home. And then we went home and packed up. Or we called our friends, we're like, uh, yeah, hey, can you do us a favor and get Vincent ready? Because we're going <laughs> to <we're gonna> run. <laughs> we're going to run back to Allie's hometown. Yeah. So we made a break to Allie's, 
Ellie's parents. Because after they pink slip you, you the police will search for you for 72 hours. Yeah. So this is not a typical, like, we would not tell you to do that. But also... It's not medical advice, but I will say... I don't think... Be aware of how people will treat you. Yeah. Which is... In these situations. And I'm, I'm not, like... I actually find this to be a very, very difficult... But, like, involuntary... Um, Involuntary medical holds, I think, are a very, very tricky uh, ethical situation because you are literally depriving someone of their right. You're, you're imprisoning someone. You really are imprisoning a person. So I think it's actually an ethically really difficult right. But they, they come back and say, well, yeah, but if you're a threat to yourself or a threat to your baby, we have an obligation to protect them as well. So like, I, it's ethically a difficult, a difficult thing. So I'm not, I'm not telling you to not go to the doctor. Like if you think you need help, if you think you're going to get hurt, if you think you're going to hurt someone else, definitely yeah. go get help. Like, and I think if I would have really thought that I was going to hurt Luke, I would have been completely fine going in. Yeah. Like just, we would, but, it would have been like a different, but it went from, I want to get sleep to involuntary imprisonment. Yeah. And we're like, okay, like, no, we're not doing that. So anyways, long story short, I was, um, friends with my midwife and I told her like, Hey, this is what's happening. <laughs> like we're on the run. We're going to my parents' house or my dad's house. And, um, I'm going to have to, you know, we're going to need to figure out what to do. And so we went up to my dad's house and I got some sleep. Yeah. I got some sleep. We just kind of re hit the reset button. Yeah. I took, I, I told you my boss the- I'd been working for like less than three months at this time at the company. I'm like, so here's the situation. I explained it all to him. He's like, dude, you need to put up an out of office right now and not come back for a week. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, like, was, like I was super cool about it. I was worried about getting fired. And he actually, well, he said, cause his wife had gone through it as well. And so he's like, if she wants someone to talk to, you can talk to me. Didn't end up doing that, but he's like, he was totally cool about it. Yeah. So, um, I guess actually, I guess the moral of the story is one, be careful. Like, like what you say, make sure what you're saying is valid. Like don't blow your gasket and say something that's not like really how you're feeling Two get help if you need it for the love of God. And three, um, don't let it get out of hand. Yeah. And that's, that was my biggest learning lesson from that is the next pregnancies to come. I was on top of it. Like the second I was anxious, I was on Zoloft and I like talked to my doctor before pregnancy, before delivery and things like that. Yeah. I I mean, I assure you, I'm the most anti-pharmaceutical guy in the world. And like, I'm all for, not using pharmaceutical intervention until you absolutely have to, but yeah. And especially when you can't control your sleep, like that yeah. is like one of the hardest scenarios because yeah, great. Get sleep. Like people will tell you, you just need to sleep more. Well, sometimes you can't sleep more because you have to be up feeding a baby. Mm-hmm. And so postpartum is a really difficult balancing act. And I even struggle with it now. Um, Lucy's one, but like when I don't get sleep, that's, that's when my anxiety cranks up and things get really rough. And so definitely ask for help, but that learning lesson scared the crap out of me and also was just a wake up call to talk to my doctor way quicker. So I got started on Zoloft, which has been, which was a godsend. And I think I was only on it, um, pretty temporary after Luke. And then I felt well enough to get off. Um, and then we had Jude, no anxiety. Nothing. It was like, it was crazy. I was expecting it. I figured it would happen. Didn't come. And Jude was a very good baby. Jude he, was he awesome. He was an, it was just funny because now he's like a bull in a china shop. But <laughs> yeah. as a baby, kid was so chill. It was so awesome. So I was like waiting for it and it didn't come. And I'm like, all right. And then Sam came. And I, I can't fully remember if I 
I don't think I, I did placenta pills because I was like, okay, I was fine with Jude. I'm going to get these placenta pills that are supposed to help your anxiety. And I forget if he was a rough baby, but we had him in December and I don't do well mentally in winter in dark cold months yeah it's just dark it's dark know? when it's dark from eight to five eight yeah. thirty to five it's tough and so it was just like the perfect storm yeah he um, was born he's born december. december 13th yeah so i mean december 20th is the winter solstice so like literally the first three dark. weeks of his life were the darkest three weeks of the year yeah so it's like it's as like as bad as it gets and so i had really bad anxiety crank up with him as well um do you remember that one? I, I didn't do. go to Christmas. I remember. Yeah, I remember you were in rough shape. I was in so. Such... It wasn't like we didn't go to the hospital or anything. No. But yeah, you were just in a funk. I was just like crying uncontrollably, and it it wasn't baby blues. It was my heart was racing. I was just having anxiety attacks on top of anxiety attacks, which then I couldn't sleep, which spiraled again. But I knew to get started on Zoloft right away, and I did. And then I went to a psychiatrist, um, and I think I had Xanax just for like. If it got really bad. Yeah. And so that is obviously people are scared of Xanax, but I think in the scenarios when it's like, I'd say taking a Xanax is a lot better than getting locked up for 72 hours. Yeah. 100%. Um, but I know doctors are really weird about it, but that really helped me after Sam. Um, and it, it all goes back to sleep for me after I slept, I was a different person. And so then, um, I actually didn't have anxiety after we lost Henry. I didn't have like, yeah, I, I don't think there was like room for anxiety. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I was actually, I think I've been on Zoloft since Sam. Yeah. No. Cause I was off it for somebody's pregnancy. I can't remember so, fully. I think Teddy's. I think you were off for Teddy's. I was off for Teddy's. Um, but Teddy postpartum, I, same thing. I got Zoloft. Um, and then now through Lucy, I just know the signs right away. And I kind of listen to them instead of like pushing too hard and I, Jordan knows, I just get really bitchy about my sleep. Yeah. And like nighttime, I want people quiet. I want to be calming down. I know that if I don't get sleep, that's what triggers it. And so I think it's all about knowing your triggers for anxiety, for postpartum or any time of your life. I mean, the weirdness is we kind of battled it because you didn't know what anxiety was. Yeah. I've never had anxiety. Which I find so bizarre. You have probably. I, mean, I, get, I get anxious about things every once in a while. Like I'll get worked up, but like, I don't mean I don't have trouble breathing or anything like that. I know. And what, so when I'd have these attacks, Jordan's like, like, do you remember? I just remember I had to like walk outside. Like, what did you even do? I don't know. You thought you were crazy. Probably. Yeah. You did think I was crazy, but I think after the years he started to see like, okay. And people are different. I Everybody's different. And we all carry things completely different. And so since my husband doesn't, um, experience anxiety, I will talk more about it, but there are certain things that will trigger anxiety. So alcohol for me is a huge trigger. Um, if I, I drank once in the past couple of years, I just, it just skyrockets my anxiety. And so that's something I stay away from. I've noticed coffee, uh, will cause my anxiety. Same with eating certain foods do cause anxiety. And so it's really about getting down to the nitty gritty of what works for your body and what's triggering it and paying attention to it. Like right. you find this friend ashwagandha gets you worked up. Yes. Ashwagandha is what, what did I take that in? Uh, oh, it was a sleep supplement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so Jordan can take supplements and I, there's some that I can't, I did this. Although it's funny. There's this one I can take. Actually, it's probably the best feeling I've ever had similar to anxiety. Cause people say it does is that yo him bind. 
Yeah, you and were freaking out, right? Like I've like every once in a while I've taken like it's really really potent. I've taken a little bit too much before, and like it's weird. I mean, if that's what anxiety feels like, and I, I would guess that was probably pretty minor. Um, yeah, it really sucks. Like your heart is just racing. Like you just can't calm down. You just mm-hmm. can't get comfortable. I feel like your skin's crawling. Yep. So you had anxiety, but it has, it, was... it has impacts like an amphetamine, which is great. <laughs> oh, the things I play around with. Yeah. So Jordan takes a lot of fun supplements and yeah, you did say you were. Yeah. There's been a couple times where I've just added too much. I, I didn't measure it well. And I'm just like, woo, flying high like a kite. But see, if I feel that I'm like, oh, panic. Like I take it like literally like, holy yeah, crap. You, now she, we're yeah, in Yeah. She thinks she's dying. Yeah. So ashwagandha, though, there was a sleep supplement I just tried um, a couple weeks ago, and I didn't... A couple months ago. No, I don't... Was Let's it? be I don't precise. Know. Okay, I can't be precise. But ashwagandha, um, it sent me into a anxious spiral. It's, it was crazy. And Jordan's like, this calms me. And I'm like, it does not calm me. Well, I, not, I wouldn't say it calms me, but I mean, it's it's supposed to be a relative calm, relatively calm in ashwagandha, but... Um... Different, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, and so you have just because something works for your husband or your friend doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. And one thing I like to search too when I find things like ashwagandha, I searched on the Reddit boards like ashwagandha caused anxiety, and I found like a treasure trove of people who had the same reaction that I did. And I was like, okay, I'm not going crazy. So we're all biologically different, and so it's really about paying attention to when you're anxious what you ate that day, what you took that day, and kind of pinpointing what triggers your anxiety. Also, being a woman, your hormones are fun, and likely you're going to be triggered throughout the month. I found that during pregnancy, I was a little calmer because my progesterone was so high, and I think outside of pregnancy, my progesterone's low, and I think I'm estrogen dominant, and so I think that causes a lot of my anxiety as well. But Biggest tips are, no, you're not alone. Talk about it. Definitely talk about it. I remember I was terrified to tell anyone that I had postpartum. Yeah. And I talked to your mom. Yeah, there's a stigma around mental health. And I don't know, like, I hate Zoloft personally. Like, I think it's, I just think there's a lot of things that people, that, that, that we just have to gut through sometimes. And I don't like pharmaceuticals to be... I don't like pharmaceuticals that like numb people, but at the same time, like people, different people have different lived, lived experience. I have to just accept they have. So like, it's not hurting me for you to take Zoloft necessarily. And I'm, I try to like, I try to make it so I'm, I'm on like a therapeutic dose, which is like super low. And, um, I don't want to be on it either. Right. Like I, and one day I would like to be off, but I'm not going to put myself into a downward spiral just to not take it. I don't know. So ask for help. Talk about it. Um, Like I was saying, Jordan's mom was the one I talked to when I first had it because she worked in a... She was a psych ward nurse. Yeah, she worked in a psych ward. So she was really well-versed in understanding it. And she sent me the Brooke Shields book. I guess Brooke Shields wrote a book about postpartum depression. And that was literally the only resource I had because none of my friends had kids. Um, I was like, alone on an island of anxious thoughts and I just felt like I was failing left and right and so it just took time definitely talking about it getting on medicine if you have to you know yoga works for some people different supplements work for people so it's just really finding what works for you but don't lifting weights has been proven to help with anxiety yeah I working out does it does help and you when you're anxious though you're like it'll make it worse 
Yeah. But lifting weights particularly is good for you. You just got to find what works for you, but definitely talk about it. Talk to your doctor. Do not be ashamed. Um, and don't wait too long. I think that was my biggest thing was I just kept pushing it off and thinking maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll get better. But like I said, mine all boils down to sleep and with a baby, you're not sleeping. So perfect disaster. Yeah. I think that's about it. But if you're struggling, talk to your doctor. Yeah. Talk to your, talk, talk to how do you about feel it. about, okay, so it was hard for you to understand it because you've never been in it. So did it, I think it kind of put a rift between us. Like, you um, know, I wasn't able to do all the things that maybe you wanted me to do. Did I, am I like what? really, you didn't, I just felt like you were like, Oh, suck it up. Well, yeah. I mean, I have a general <laughs> attitude in life, in, in life though. I'm just like, just shut up and suck it up. Yeah. Like, I'm having, like, a rough day today. I'm not feeling that well. A little under the weather. But it's like, I'm like, shut up, Jordan. I've been going for about 12 hours straight. But you have been soft with me, I feel like. I mean, I kind soft- of. have softened, yes. He has softened a lot. The, I would say with Luke, when it, when it first happened, I think Jordan was like, oh, my gosh. Like, come well, on. I was, I, was, I was like, like, come on. Like, Pull we're, it together. We're, 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 we got, we finally got the big job. I got work to do. Yeah. I got to be doing this. I got to be doing that. I'm making good money. Everything's working right now. And now you got to pull this crap on us. Like, yeah, let's I, go. I, mean, I didn't like actually think that, but I'm sure like subconsciously. A you were bit, giving off that vibe for a sure. A little subconscious. My body was, I was like, I'm pulling all this weight. I have landed the, the thing we've been waiting for. I've reeled in the big fish. Here we go. And, and now like, we're going to do this. Yeah. And so we had to do it. I mean, mental health stops you. It stops you. And so listen to your body, listen to what's happening and talk to your doctor. And if you know you suffer from, from anxiety, talk to your doctor before you have the baby, have that prescription ready. If that's the route you want to go, but do not keep it quiet. Do not keep it quiet because I know that postpartum anxiety can turn into postpartum psychosis and it can get really bad. And so just be open about what you're going through. No one is going to judge you. And if they do, like, you don't want them in your life. Yeah. That's what I've came down to. Yeah. Anyone is really like getting judgmental about stuff. It's just like, no, no one judges. Any, people don't judge people for taking antibiotics and people yeah. don't judge people for, I mean, they do apparently say judge people now for getting vaccines, but like, whatever, it's stupid. You know, it's just like, it's, it's your, it's your body and you're like, you can, like I said, me, I do not like Zoloft. I think probably Zoloft is heavily overprescribed and I think it's probably a pretty bad thing for a lot of people, but okay. <laughs> like, all right. Thank you for your opinion, Jordan. And I'm now like, sit down and shut up. Like, yeah. It, and I'm like, I love it and it makes me feel better and you've never had an anxiety attack. So thank you. Yeah. So, and so, yeah, just talk to your spouse about it. I mean, they don't have to, they don't feel what you feel. Yeah. And they need to be loving and open about it. So how can the spouses be more supportive? Because there are some guys who listen. Uh, I mean, I think we've already talked about, it. yeah, just be interested, accept that, you know, it's their body. They're doing their thing like to, to support it. And, and you kind of let me just fizz like when I come to you with an anxiety attack, do you talk, talk me down or how do I handle it? it depends. I mean, usually I'll talk you down a little bit, but. I, they don't happen very often. They haven't happened as much as they used to in the past. I used to like full blown, like just body sweats. You'd be like, go outside, walk or. I think that's, yeah, I can't, I honestly, I honestly can't remember yeah. too well how I handle it. I mean, I, I think it's definitely one of those things where I think you also know that you're not going to get like sympathy from me. Like I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Let's, this is let's, true. Let's sit down and talk about your anxiety. This like, is it's true. like, 
This is true. And so my mom was always my go-to person when I'd have anxiety attacks. I could call her because Jordan's just like, cool, Allie. Pull it together. So. Take 10 deep breaths and. Go back to bed. (laughs) Figure it out, all right? Yeah. So have a person that will love you through it. I mean, Jordan loved me through it, but it's not that. It's not the same as somebody who goes through it and understands what it's like. Yeah. Find those people. Make sure they're on your text thread and be in contact with them. Yeah. I think that's good advice. Yeah. And also, um, ask for help. I think that's one of the hardest things during postpartum. You're trying to do it all and appear to have it all together. No one has it together. And there's this is an important thing. Um, I got on one of my podcasts, uh, Pints with Aquinas, I'd like to listen to. And he says, um, I guess their first baby was like a really bad baby. And, like, um, the wife said, like, the, they had friends, like, oh, wow, you've got, like, a really bad baby. She's like, oh, no, I don't. No, I don't. He's just a little bad. She's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. Like, you need to acknowledge that you have a bad baby. Because if you don't acknowledge it, you're going to sh- you're gonna tear your relationship apart and stuff. Like, you've got to understand, like, this is a bad baby that you have on your hands. Like, if, if – and sometimes you get bad babies and, like, it's okay to admit that and be like, okay, this is going to suck. Mm-hmm. This is going to suck for six months. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, at least now I know it's going to suck. It doesn't yeah. make it good. But yeah. it, once you're like, all right, this is no longer going to be an ideal kind of like, welcome to the family, bro. We're going to have all sorts of fun. This one's probably not going to be a lot of fun pictures. Yes. This one's not going to be a lot of trips to the zoo in the park. This is going to be gutted out and get 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 over the hump type of thing. Yeah. And yeah, Luke was that for us. Yep. Luke was, he was ter- bad. God, he, was, he was so bad. So bad. So, so bad. So bad. <laughs> but we're here. And we kept having babies after him, just praying to God that they wouldn't turn out like him. I remember we had a... Gosh. I, I remember, like, I I loved it when family would come visit, because we would just give them to it. We'd be like, oh, you want to hold Luke? Here you go. And just like, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, thank God. Like, Take like him. not having Luke was just wonderful. Oh, yeah, and I, I don't know, but... I don't know what's wrong with... He's so good now. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. But yeah, I don't want another Luke baby. Baby Luke. He was rough, He was a rough, rough baby. It was hard. So yeah, acknowledge where you are. Own it. Um, be honest with people when they ask if they can help. Give them, give them a direction of something to do. But don't try to do it all. You can't do it all. And you have to take your mental health serious. If you yeah. don't take it serious, you're not going to be a good wife, good parent. And you need to take care of yourself. I mean, if everything's good... Of course, don't use, don't, you know, don't, don't get prescriptions and don't do stuff yeah. and like, and, and push through it. Like try the things that aren't, I'm going to give this advice, not medical advice, yeah, but whatever. Like don't, don't, uh, you know, try the things that are going to do it without medical intervention. Try yeah. to do it with yoga. Try to do it with meditation. Try to do it with deep breathing. Try to do it with weights. And if all of those things don't work, go then yeah, go get a prescription for the love of God. But you know, try the, try the interventions early, see what works, see what doesn't. Try to stay away from prescription drugs. But if you think that the only solution for you is prescription drugs, go get a prescription drug. But also, as I said before, know your triggers. If you have this anxiety after your baby and you're pounding down some wine, like that could be what's causing it. And so figuring those things out maybe before you have a baby. Yeah, or, I mean, proactive health in all things. Right? Yeah. Proactively knowing, have your crap together. And, knowing what's going to do it. And also like, are you drinking enough water? Being dehydrated can cause anxiety. And so there's just so many things. But knowing your body, diving into that, you know, trying your best. And don't worry about what anybody else is doing. Figure out what works for you. Yeah. In everything. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That was a fun topic, George. Do you have so much fun? I didn't sneeze once. I'm so proud.
proud of I'm you. I'm pretty proud. I'm a little under the weather. I'm sure you guys can tell. I mean, all four, our four <laughs> listeners can tell. There's not four <laughs> listeners. There's a lot. There's hundreds. Yeah, okay. Hundreds. Um, be sure to leave a comment. Not a comment. A review. A review. A review. Share this on your stories. Tag us. Let us know what you think. If you have topic ideas, send them to us. Um, so I have big plans for this podcast and I'd like to overtake Joe Rogan by yeah. the end of this year. Oh so yeah. That's totally let's, happening. Let's spread the word and, uh, yep. And let's get, let's, let's take Joe Rogan out and I'm going to challenge him to a cage match after that. And, oh. and you know what? We'll live stream it for the audience. Okay. Well, I can't stand, I'm, I, I shouldn't say I can't stand, but like two to three hour podcast, just, I'm gone. I can't. Yeah. I do appreciate what he does. I, I actually so I've, I actually started listening to him about a month ago. Listening to him on a regular Like the basis. full ones? Yeah. I like it. Really? I can talk I can listen to him at three and a half speed though. So Okay, Jordan has His like podcasts that. become an hour long. Oh which my Which is really helpful. It is if you follow on Instagram, you know that Jordan will play his podcast at that fast speed on high on his speakerphone. So then when he's cooking it's like and then I'm standing there, like, listening to it, and I'm like, oh, my God, I just can't. I it's, I don't know, I just can't. It just. I'm not hurting you. Mind your own you're business. You're not hurting me, but you are you're hurting, hurting my ears. You're hurting me with these words. He, he does wear headphones. Yeah. A lot of the time. But sometimes, when you're in the shower, he is, even in the shower, he has his podcast on full blast, so he. I like listening to podcasts. You do. it. That's where he gets so smart. I mean, you learn so much. I probably listen to like 10 hours of podcasts a day, but I just speed them up to like two or three X, you know? My goodness. And I can't do 10 a day. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. One, two, three. All right, Joe Rogan, we are coming for you. Let's say five to six hours of podcasts a day. Dang. But I speed them to like three, two X, so it's only like an hour or two. Some people said their husband did the same thing, but they, but somebody has once said, and it, I don't think it was on the podcast. It was when we were doing like stories or lives. They said you talk fast, but they bet it's because you do the speed I up. I do talk fast. I don't think you have on the, nobody said it on the podcast, but I think in stories bef- like we've done before in the uh, past, but yeah. I've, I haven't noticed it lately. Yeah. I, his brain just goes fast. I get bored easy. Yeah. So, all right. Lucy is still sleeping. We'll go wake up the little baby princess. She's a good kid. Good baby. Purebred baby. All right. We hope you guys have a wonderful week. Y'all. And like, subscribe. We saved ourselves a Saturday podcast. That's yeah. Cool. Fr- we did it on Friday. So great, great, great. <sighs> Take care, everyone. Goodbye.